Hey kids, it is me, Icy Robots, and we are back to another super exciting, super fun episode of World Famous. This time out, we're gonna we're gonna open up a figure. We're gonna talk about the gym. We're gonna talk about life. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna learn some lessons. It's gonna it's gonna be a worthwhile waste of your time until we get to that time wasting. Let's get this party started right. Let's get this party started quickly. This is World's famous with IC robot. Hello, my guys. This is me, IC Robots, and we're back. This is gonna this is gonna be another fun episode. At least I, at least I hope it is. I, I plan for all of them to be fun, but sometimes sometimes it comes out great, sometimes not so great. But uh, I wonder, I wonder if that's all just in my head. Maybe they're all great. Maybe every single one is amazing, and I just I just think that some of them are okay. It's probably it's probably actually factually some of them are great. Some are alright, some are bad, some are just kind of in the middle, most of them are probably probably in the middle, but that's that's whatever, I guess, because you're listening, you're happy to have something in your ears right now to uh, kind of help you through whatever it is you're doing right now. I bet, I bet some of you guys are at work, some of you guys might just be like out there taking a walk, some of you guys are maybe like in your car on the way to work listening listening with a Bluetooth uh, speaker set up. I, I don't know, I wonder though, I do wonder about that, I wonder... Like, how do you guys ingest the show? Generally, when I ingest pods, I pretty much almost always do it through earphones. Every once in a while, I'll use, like, a Bluetooth speaker. That's that's usually if, like, I'm, I'm like, playing a video game. I'm playing uh, the show, my daily game of the show. I'll, I'll sometimes listen to, listen to something while I'm, while I'm doing that. But I, I wonder about you guys. How, how do you listen to the show? Do you listen to earphones? Do you listen to speakers? Do you listen to uh, whatever in your car? I don't know. There's probably like a million different ways that people ingest these things. One of the ways I do it, when I'm walking my dog, I always listen to a pod. That's kind of that's kind of the pod main event of the day. Like whatever show I'm looking to the most, I'll, I'll listen to that while I'm walking the dog. It's a, a good time to really just like get something in your mind when you're out there kind of just walking, like walking a big square around the neighborhood. That's what we do. It's like a big, a big square. And if I feel like walking more, I can make it a bigger square or even like a bigger square and a bigger, bigger one than that. If I feel like walking for the rest of my life, I could do a big, um, big loop around the entire country but do you think do you think that you could walk a lap around the country like during the course of your life if you just like started and did it and this this is like factoring in all the things that could happen to you you know you could get hurt you could get tired you could get attacked by yokels you could get bit by an alligator like anything could happen do you think if you set out from where you are headed to the nearest border and just started following that border all the way around. Do you think that you could make it back home during what, like, what remains of your life? I know some of you guys are young. We got some of the kids out there. We got, like, eight, nine-year-old listeners all the way up to, like, 115 years old. I've heard from many, many, many 115-year-olds who enjoy the show. Do you think that if if you reach that part of your life, do you think that you will have enough time? Do you think right now, from just, like, right now today, could you make it all the way around? I think that I might be able to, but I definitely know that I would never want to do that in my life. And there's also a very good chance that I I might not make it. I I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. That's a really far walk. Let me know. Let me know what you think. How do you feel about a walking a lap around the country? Could you do it? I don't think I could. Maybe I could. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll give it a try. I'll give that a try, and I'll get back to you guys in a, in a couple of years. We were born to be who we are. 
the bright light from a distant star. Miracles and answered prayers. And now I see robots will open up an action figure of the Rocketeer that he found behind a dresser in his bedroom. That is, uh, that's actually true. We got a new dresser. Well, we got, we got a new used dresser. The wife found it on the side of the road on the way home. This, this person was moving, I guess, and they put a whole bunch of stuff out that, you know, you could have if you wanted. And she found this, like, really nice dresser. It was much nicer than the one we had already. So she, like, switched every, everything out. And while she was, um, moving that dresser around, I found reaction figure of the, uh, Rocketeer, the famous Disney movie, The Rocketeer. I remember buying this. I got this at a toy show in a, in a bin of, like, $5 figures. Like, I was digging around in there, and I saw this on the card, and I was like, oh, The Rocketeer, that's cool. I'll, I'll buy that. I don't, I don't have a lot of history with The Rocketeer, but I, I do think that the character design is really neat. I I like the backpack, the jetpack rather, and the helmet is the helmet is gorgeous. Just like this great art deco feel to it and everything. Just really, really, really cool art direction. And when I when I saw this figure, I said, Oh, you know, for that price, it's definitely worth uh picking up, but I I guess I put it on the dresser in there and it and it fell behind. It looks like it's been back there forever. There is there is like that super encoded dust on it. You know how like uh when it when it gets like really thick and you can't wipe it off with your finger all over it. It's very very gooey and uh dirty, dusty, I guess. Sticky? Sticky dusty? Is something still dusty if it's sticky? Cause when I when I think dusty, I think I think of, like, dust floating in the air and getting on you, and then, like, you can, like, brush it off or whatever. Like, something dusty would be, like, baby powder. You know, it's kind of like, you get it on you, and, like, you can smack it, and it flies in the air. This is, this is encrusted, but, uh, let's, let's take a quick break really fast and find out, uh, who is this guy? The Rocketeer, anyhow. Clifford Cliff Sacord, a.k.a. The Rocketeer is the main protagonist of the Rocketeer comic book and movie. During the pre-WW2, he found a rocket pack hidden inside an old plane in Hangar 3 which was stolen from Howard Hughes. He uses the jetpack to fight Nazis and to make time with Jenny Blake. This was a Disney movie. Long-time listeners to the show are going to remember that, like, way back in the day, this might have even been during the Stuck at Home show days, we opened up a pack of Rocketeer cards in search of the, uh, elusive, the super elusive Ginny Blake rookie card. Ginny Blake, of course, was played by, uh, Jennifer Connelly, one of my favorites of all the time in space, and we did, in fact, get the card, so it was, it was a big win. That's one of the, that's one of the big jewels of my non-sport rookie card collection. That, the, uh, Sigourney Weaver, I got... I got a ton of them, dude. I got Cassie and Andor. And you know what? You guys were here for all of that. And for that, for that, I love you guys all. Let's let's take a look. The the Rocketeer card is very nice. Has a really cool drawing of it. It says helmet and rocket pack included. Then on the back, you see how you can insert the pack here and put the helmet on there. Um, jetpacks, jetpacks seem really cool. But I don't think ever, like in a million years, would I go up in a jetpack. What I 
What I think is scary, well, I think the whole thing is, is scary, honestly. Like, you might just fall out of the sky and die. But even if you're successful, even if you're having great success, I think that if you're up in the sky, landing is going to be very difficult. It's going to be very difficult to land in a way where you don't you don't hurt yourself. Like, you don't, like, hurt your knees or hurt your feet. I think, I think you're just going to be coming down with, like, this great velocity, whether... Whether you like it or not, dude, you see, like, like Iron Man, when Homeboy hits the ground, he always has to, like, dip down and put his, put his fist out in that superhero pose. I think, I think if you did that in real life in the jetpack, you'd hurt yourself. Of course, you know, after a while, I guess you might get some experience and you'll be able to, like, lower yourself to the ground. But, like, the first few times, man, I feel like you're such, a, such a great risk to die. So, big up to the Rocketeer for taking, taking that risk. I think... I think when you get a get a reaction figure, I think what makes them really cool is when they're actually like still still in the pack and you you get like this this action figure that could have been from your from your youth but in fact was never invented. Once once you pull these guys out, they they kind of do lose a bit of their allure. A lot of them do like I had the uh Fight Club Tyler Durden and when I opened him up, he kind of he's kind of just like a a guy in a jacket now. You know, it's a guy in a in a red jacket, which is which is all he ever was, but um, now now he doesn't have the cool cool packing. So you don't know. Hey, this is Tyler Durden. I also opened up my uh, what is it? Escape from New York, Snake Plissken. And while he looks like Snake, while you can say he's Snake, you can. It's not as cool as when he was um in the pack. So let's uh let's bust this one open. I don't think the Rocketeer is gonna suffer from that problem as much because he does have some accessories. A lot of these guys don't have anything that really makes him stand out. We're gonna pull him off the card. The bubble is still on tight, which is interesting because a lot of the knocks I hear on reactions are that over time, the glue on the bubble comes off and the figures come out. So we have the dude here. He is, of course, the character we all know and love as the Rocketeer. He has two, two like uh, pins in his back that you can use to stick the jetpack on. It goes on super easy. And then he has a helmet. The helmet is awesome. And once it's on his head, he is the Rocketeer. This is this is a very nice figure. He has articulation at the one, two, three, four, five, five points, like an old Kenner Star Wars. The the details are nice. He has like these snaps all along the top of his jacket, and he has like those kind of pants to sort of poof out on the side that people um use when they're when they're doing equestrian events, you know, back in the day, or if you're like uh you're like a Teddy Roosevelt, you're like a rough rider. He has those rough rider pants. I'm not talking like jaw rule. I'm talking I'm talking Teddy Roosevelt. Very very cool looking dude. I gotta say, when you when you think of the Rocketeer, this is what you think of. His helmet comes on and off very easily. Ta-da, da da His backpack, let's try to jetpack. I gotta call it a jetpack. Comes off very, very easily. Goes on very easily as well. I would uh, give this one a big thumbs up, dude. Honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him up on a shelf. He's gonna be very recognizable as who he is, of course. That helmet, though. That helmet is beautiful. It's like, it's like a hood ornament of an old car. It's just very, very sleek, very neat. I should, I should do that. Get the IC Robots Mobile, get like a replica of the Rocketeer helmet mounted on the hood. That would be great. Let's, uh, let's move forward. We're going to talk to Derek right now. He's going to tell us what's going on in the world of Japanese League Baseball. Rock and roll could never hit hop like this. Charge Rock and roll could never hit hop like this. Charge This week in Japanese League Baseball. This is Derek for the IC Robots Radio International Sports Division. 
This week we are here with an editorial to dispute the recent top 5 list on this very show. It was last episode. Anyway, I see Robots listed his top 5 sports and I think it's weird that Japanese League Baseball was not on the list. Sure, baseball was the top pick but if he is going to differentiate between women's tennis and just like unisex tennis, I think that Japanese League Baseball could be on the list more than say, bowling or whatever. I disagree with the list in that regard, but overall it is his list so I guess he can put whatever he wants on it. Even if it does not make sense. This is Derek for this week in Japanese League Baseball. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? I've seen things, things I can't explain. And I've come to believe it's not so much what you believe, it's how hard you believe it. Hang on! Give him hell, Indiana Jones! Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Ready PG-13. Tickets on sale now. Before before we get too far into this, I, I want to say that I love Indiana Jones. Like, I absolutely adore the character. I think that he's so great. Everything from the iconic costume with the leather jacket and the hat and the whip to the actual adventures that he has. I just, I love him. I think that he's so great. When I was a kid, I would play Indiana Jones in my backyard, like, so often. We had a, we had a weeping willow, like a weeping willow tree, and I would... I would get branches off the weeping willow and use it as a whip, you know, like whip things and run around. It was just, it was just so fun, dude. Indiana Jones is so awesome. And I, I was really excited to go see a new Indiana Jones movie, despite like, despite like the Crystal Skull not being like the, uh, the best of all the movies ever. I still liked it. But when I learned that there was a new one coming out, I was just like, I was in it, dude. I was in it to win it. I was very excited. I went to see this one on a Saturday over at the, uh, RD Farty Theater on Summerfield Road. They... They're like an art house theater for sure, but lately they've been getting like one or two big mainstream movies every once in a while just to to pad the, you know, pad the uh, cash register. You know, you got to you got to do what you got to do, but um let me hold on one sec. I'm I'm reaching away from the microphone. At the at the theater when when you go in they they hand out these pieces of paper that tell you what the uh, movie's about and I I got mine right here. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, rated PG-13, 142 minutes, starring Harrison Ford and Phoebe Waller-Bridges. Bridge. Waller-Bridge. Only one bridge. Daredevil archaeologist Indiana Jones races against time to retrieve a legendary dial that can change the course of history. Accompanied by his goddaughter, he soon finds himself squaring off against Jürgen Bowler, a former Nazi who now works for NASA. He's played by Mads Mikkelsen. Is that his name? Mads Mikkelsen? He was a Galen Erso in Rogue One. Really good actor. If I if I had my way about it, he is who I would pick to play Doctor Doom in the in the Marvel Universe. I know that he already was a villain in Doctor Strange, but, uh, you know, Doctor Doom wears a mask, bro. Just never have him without the mask. Never see his face. It's all fine. I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to be confused by that. They'll, they'll know that he's just playing two different roles. But, anywho, he's an evil Nazi in this. I see evil Nazi like they're, like, not evil Nazis. He's a Nazi in this Nazi scientist who's uh, working against um, Indiana Jones to get this Dial of Destiny that they believe can open I don't believe that it opens uh like holes in time and space it allows you to find holes in time and space that's 
that's the belief there. They've always got the cool treasures in Indiana Jones. Everything from the Ark to the Grail. All fun, dude. It's all, it's all good. Indiana Jones is just so darn fun, I think. Indy's going around. He's throwing big right hands at Nazis. He's throwing big right hands at bad guys. Jumping off trains. Fighting. It's all... It's all so fun. I love it when he just lands a big right hand on some Nazi and knocks him out. It's just, it's just so fun. This was honestly a really good movie. It's not doing all that well at the box office, which I find super interesting. We went on a Saturday night. We went to the theater on a Saturday night, and we got there 25 minutes early because I wanted to get the seats that I like. I have a certain, um, there's, there's seats that I like. There's a place I want to sit, and I wanted to get my my favorite special seat, so we got there early. The They don't have the reserved seating at the uh, RD Party Theater, which I also think is more fun. I like to go find a seat. I like to race for a seat. It's all part of the experience to me, but I... I got there early to go and get my special seats, and we were the first people there, which I thought was a little interesting, too, because 25 minutes isn't really that early in a non-reserved situation on a Saturday night, but first one's there, and then it turned out there was maybe 10 people in the whole theater. I was surprised. This was in Theater 1. That's the big theater. They got they got six screens there. One and two are both pretty big, and then three and four are mid-sized. Three is kind of small. Four is actually kind of kind of large and then there's a couple like really small ones they're they are super small but um there was hardly anyone there and i was really really taken aback just honestly like i don't even know but uh the movie was fun regardless if anyone goes to see it or not it's so weird man these things are coming out and people just aren't going i wonder i wonder if in some ways we're seeing the end of cinema as we know it, because if they cannot get you to go to the theater by putting Michael Keaton back in the 89 Batman costume, if that doesn't draw you back in, I don't think anything will. I can't imagine what would draw you back in if you're not going to go see Keaton as Batman. Obviously not Indiana Jones, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. No one's seeing anything anymore. It's very, very strange to me, but uh, it is what it is, I guess, in the end. Um, But this one was pretty fun. That was my diatribe about how I, uh, I get bummed out about the future of movie theaters, but, um, this was a good movie, dude, really good. A lot of cool, uh, de-aging stuff, you get to see, like, a young Indiana Jones. I understand they did it with old footage, old Lucasfilm footage from something else, they, they used, like, his young face, it, it came out looking really impressive, honestly, I was, I was into it, but, um, I don't know, I'm bummed out now. With all that said, on the good old-fashioned Source Magazine mic meter, with one being a dud and five being an all-time classic, I'm gonna go ahead and give Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny a solid 3.5 mics. 3.5 mics. Fact and fantasy, where is the dividing line? Or is there a dividing line? Fact and fantasy, where is the dividing line? Or is there a dividing line? Aha! Where is the dividing line? Where is the dividing line? Fact and fantasy. Where is the dividing line? Fact or fantasy? Substance or illusion? Behold! Where is the dividing line? Aha! The Joker! Mommy, what's that? What? That big monster. It's some kind of dinosaur. What about this one, Mommy? It really scares me. It's just another dinosaur called Rex Tyrannosaurus, and there's nothing to be afraid of. It's been dead for millions of years. Dead? Aha! Easy Robots Radio, the number one team in the streets. This is world famous on audio recording. This is world famous on audio recording. This is world famous on audio recording. We built this city on getting flow. We built this city. 
That is right, there are only two things that I care about in this world. My peaks, meaning my massive biceps, and my freaks, the lovely ladies in my life. I, I've been having a hard time over at the gym as of late. I, I tweaked my shoulder like a bit, not a lot, but like a bit. I was, for some reason, I was trying to get my bench up. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing my normal stuff and I'm like, I'm going to add some weight and I'm going to see if I can like, if I can like increase this. I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's just ego that leads us to do these, um, to do these things. But I, I was doing it and I, I injured my, my right shoulder, not massively, like not like anything that would require like going to have a doctor look at it or any, anything like that. But like, it really does, it really does hurt. And this is, this has led to me having to change my workouts. Whereas before I would do like some cardio, like I would do cardio enough to like, uh, get warmed up. You know, I would, I would jog on the treadmill till I, till I would like build up a sweat. Now, now I'm going a bit more whole hog about it. I'm spending like a good half hour over on the treadmill. I've been working, I've been working on doing the, uh, 13 at three for 30, which is you set the incline of the treadmill up to 13, which is, which is pretty high. I think the one I have only goes up to 15. It's, it's a nice hill, you know, and then you set it to uh, the speed of three, which isn't, which isn't the jog, but it's a pretty brisk walk. And then you try to go for 30 minutes. I could do it, I think, if I really set my mind to it. But dude, I get bored. I get bored doing the cardio, just like walking in place for that long. I choose the machine that's like all the way over on the right side by by the exit door. I don't know why I choose this one. This is just the one that I started on. The thing is, I am not like a super coordinated individual, right? Honestly, jogging on the on the treadmill is something that I really do have to focus my mind on when I'm doing it. I'm not I'm not Mr. Coordination. I, I have a hard time. My arms are flying all over the place. So I have to use the same one every time because they're all they're all a little bit different. Like the tension on the roller is different. They're all a little bit different. So for me to be able to do it successfully, I like to use the same one every time. You get used to the quirks of this one. So I use that one all the time. There's a TV right above it. The TV has the uh, the closed captions on. For the longest time, the TVs at the gym did not have the closed captions on. It was just they were on with a picture and no sound of any sort. At one time, you could, like, you could, like, tune a radio. Like, if you had a Walkman, you could tune the radio into the station and you could hear the, the TV. But they don't, they don't do that anymore because nobody comes to the gym with a transistor radio. So they instead just, it's just nothing. You're just, like, looking at the picture. So I, I actually wrote an email. I don't know who's, uh, like, the boss over at the gym. There's a bunch of dudes working there. I don't know who the boss is. So I'm like, eh, I'll just write an email. I told him who I was and I said, hey, can you put the closed captions on the TV. I would really appreciate it. And they, they were on when I went to the gym later that afternoon, they were on. So ever since then, it's been, it's been a little bit more fun because what they, what's always on when I go there is young Sheldon. It's always young Sheldon on the TV and the, the closed captions are on the young Sheldon now and I can, I can read the episode. So while I'm, while I'm running on the treadmill as fast as I can or climbing up a hill as fast as I can, I can read the wise words of young Sheldon. I guess. I know that I could probably watch something on my phone if I wanted to, and I have done that in the past. I was watching Tubi on the phone when I was running around. The thing is, I like to count my steps. I like to see how many steps I can do 
in a day, and when I'm running on the treadmill or climbing up the treadmill, I I don't want to lose those uh, steps because I'm watching Game of Arms on Tubi. So instead, I watch Young Sheldon. I don't know. It's fine. I'll I'll usually listen to music. I like to listen to music when I do cardio. The thing I usually listen to is one of the Champion Sound mixes. Those over on Patreon. Supportthereport.com. Cool workout mix. But I'll I'll listen to that. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, honestly, I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift. Her album, Reputation, is really great cardio music. I'll be listening to that, running in place. I'll be listening to, like, what else am I into lately? There's still, like, the, you know, the old public enemies that I, I, I like. I like Run the Jewels when I'm on the treadmill. Anything that's fast and angry is, like, really, really perfect for me. I, I do get into it. I, I try not to listen to a pod when I'm, when I'm jogging because I'll... I'll have a hard time concentrating. I'll start listening to the words. I'll, I'll get lost in the words of the Unprofessional Outsider podcast with my friend Mark Alley. I'll get lost in the words and I'll fall right off the back because I have a hard time on the treadmill. I do it all the time. I've been jogging in place on this treadmill for the longest time and still, if I don't focus, I'm going to fall right off the back. I am like... I am such a klutz. I don't even know. I say these things because I want you to know. I go to the gym all the time, but it's not easy. It's not easy. I am a lame. I am a lame like you. Not saying you're a lame, but in case you are a lame, I am, in fact, like you. And I can do it. I can do it. I can find it in myself to go do it. And I believe that you can do it, too. It's good for you. Doing some cardio, it's good for you. Lifting some weights, good for you. Of course, you could tweak your shoulder like you do. That is something that could happen to you, and you could wind up whining on the most popular podcast in the universe, world famous, and then everyone will know that you're uh, a weakling with an injured shoulder, and then when they come attack you, they'll attack from that side, but you know what? I didn't say what shoulder it was. I didn't say which one it was, so you'll never know. So, with all that said, let's, uh, is there any other gym stuff? I almost gave the, uh, outro for At The Movies. With all that said, on the good old-fashioned Source Magazine mic meter, with one being a dud and five being an all-time classic, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give this segment called, uh, We Built This City on Getting Swole a, I don't know, 2.5 dumbbells, dumbbells, I guess? 2.5 dumbbells. this week's flea market acquisitions i went to the flea market and i bought a bunch of stuff na 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 i had a good round at the flea market the other week i'm not even kidding i had to i had to write down a list of all the things that i found sometimes you go and it's just like useful thing after useful thing after cool thing after fun thing if you've got a flea market near you i recommend highly go check it out it's a lot of fun let me let me get my little note card here where I wrote down all the things that I found. I got, um, I got three pairs of scissors, three little, like, nose hair scissors. There was a dude who had a table full of just, like, scissors. He had, like, scissors all laid out that he had bought here or there, and they were all a dollar. I bought three pretty good, uh, pairs of scissors. I got a face man from the A-Team Gloob figure, the, the bigger one, not the, um... Not the three and three quarter inch. This is the biggest one. I I have already Mr. T and I have Murdoch. So now I have Face. I think that I I think that I need Hannibal and maybe one other. I think they made the gal's name. It kind of kind of eludes me right now. I also found three video store catalogs. These are these are great. These are called Video Shop Unlimited. We used to get these at the store when I worked there, and basically it's a tape catalog featuring like everything that you can order like all the stock titles 
It has all the weird categories. It has all the adult categories. Like, everything you would want to fill your video story. I got three of those from 1991. One is the main catalog. The other two are supplements. These were just like in a pile of things that were on somebody's table. I have no idea where they came from, but they're really great. I, I plan on scanning some of these pages in over time. If I, if I get the time and wherewithal to do it, then I got two Betty and Veronica double digest. I love Archie double digest. Shout out to Teen Wundle, the biggest Archie fan that I know aside from myself. Out of all the Archie Double Digest, the Betty and Veronica's are my favorite. I just love their wacky adventures. I got three postcards, three random cards. I'm gonna send them to uh, Sarah the Sausagetarian. We we trade postcards back and forth. And then I got four Charlton War comics. These are, these are cool. They're pretty crazy, honestly. These are like British war comics. They're, they're pretty violent. I gotta say, they're black and white. They're pretty cool. And then I got, what does this say? Oh, I got a Mad Magazine from 1989 with Batman on the cover. Shout, Shout out, out to Engineer Nerd, Nerd, the number one Batman 89 fan out there. And then I got four, I got four High Times magazines. I, I got these ones. I bought them. They were a quarter each. This is, this is from back in the day when the devil weed was illegal. And it's like, it's fun to look back and see how these things were treated at the time. But these ones all have like rock stars on the cover. I got one with Cypress Hill. I got one with Kurt Cobain. I got one with Snoop Dogg. And then I got one with uh, the ODB from the Wu-Tang Clan. So those are all, those are all kind of fun. And then, oh, I got a Golden Nature Guide to Mammals and one about fish. These are, these are all pretty cool, man. They're, they're like little small books with these very detailed drawings of like the various kinds of squirrels you'll see around the universe. I got all this stuff for like less than $20 over at the Sebastopol flea market. It's all fun stuff. It's all cool. I'm very excited about it. I, I was over at the flea market and I was talking to my homie Joel. Joel is a vendor. He's also, he's also into that storage wars kind of stuff. He'll go to these auctions and he told me that this one local character known as the cowboy, the cowboy owns a store out in the rodent parts. Big shout out to Joe Nobody, the number one citizen of rodent parts. He has a store over there near the Target. It's called the Stop and Shop. And I guess what he does to fill this store, he buys every single locker available. What this guy Joel told me was at the last set of auctions, the cowboy bought 10 in a row. There were 11 for sale. The first one he didn't get because he wasn't there, and then he bought the next 10 all in a row. But I gotta tell you, I like going to the Cowboys store a lot. He has an entire room full of, like, VHS tapes. It's crazy. Every time I go in there, I have so much fun. It's not a big room. It's a small room. Maybe the size of my office. It's like, you know, a small bedroom size kind of room, but it's like packed to the gills with, like, boxes and boxes of VHS tapes. A lot of them are, like... They're like store-bought tapes, but a lot of them are like home-recorded tapes, and that is my jam. I love looking for, like, weird old tapes with, like, things from the 80s and, like, commercials and stuff. It's my jam. I love to, like, I love to find these and, like, put them on the TV. It's really a, a cool way to, like, get that nostalgic vibe. I I recently picked up a couple Super Bowls from there. I got, um, I got the 1985 Super Bowl with all the commercials, and I got... It's just, it's fun. I, I really do enjoy going there, but it's interesting to hear that, like, our number one storage locker guy is a guy known as the Cowboy. The Cowboy's name is Justin, and he, in fact, does wear a cowboy hat. I think I think that's where he got the name from. He, he also made this really titanic Barbie score. He has a whole entire room full of, like, 80s Barbie. My wife went bananas when we went there. She is... 
She's a Barbie collector. Not like one of those like super massive obsessive ones. She just thinks they're fun. She likes to comb their hair and play with their clothes and stuff. But when we went in there, she ended up spending over $100 on packaged Barbies. She got a Baywatch Barbie. She got one where Ken, Ken is on rollerblades. She got, uh man, just tons of them. I myself, I do like Barbie. I got to give Barbie enough props. I really do. Like, as far as, like, action figure goes, if you consider dolls and action figures to be the same thing, which, um, honestly, I do. To a degree, I do. I do think that they're the same. If you think they're the same then Barbie is the undisputed king of all action figures. It's not Transformers, it's not G.I. Joe's, it's not any of those things. There have all been, there've all been periods where those toys have gone dark in some form or another. There were years without G.I. Joe's, time without Transformers, all those things. There has never been a time where there is no Barbie in the store. Barbie is the king of action figures. So it was fun to go over to the cowboy store and check those out. I did, like, I helped her pick out a couple. The, the rollerblading can was one that I wanted, and the Baywatch Barbie is one that I wanted. So instead of, like, me buying them myself and having the cowboy think that I'm, I'm like, less than a macho man, I had her buy them and put them on her shelf. But I don't know. It's still, it's pretty cool. If you're over in the Rodent Park area, check out the Stop and Shop. It is pretty cool. Uh, check out your local flea market. Those are always fun, dude. The flea market is always fun. So there you go. Weekly flea market update. Hit me up on uh, hit me up on threads at icy robots on threads. Hit me up if you guys have got any nice fun flea market finds lately, anything like that. I'd love to hear about it. I'm trying, I'm trying to evacuate the tweets. It's a uh, it's kind of a toxic environment over there since it's been run by uh, Elmo Munsk, my hated foe, Elmo Munsk, the guy who took the at icy robots handle away from me, forcing me to become at the Marvel handbook. One of my other one of my other tweets. He, He's uh not my favorite guy, and um if if we're all gonna like go over to Threads, I'd be pretty happy about that. So hit up the Threads. I realize this one's owned by Zuck. It's not a lot better than Munsk, but it is a bit better. Munsk is a bad dude. Zuck is probably a bad dude too, but at least he's not so open about it. If you know what I mean, so look up your dude at IC Robots on the Threads. Let me know if you've been to any flea markets and if you had any fun. I see robots radio. All right, this is me and we are back. I think I think that we're just about, like, at the end of the show this week. It's honestly been, like, a little uneventful. I've just been doing the gym. I've just been doing the flea market. I saw Indiana Jones. That's, that's like, really all that's going on, which is fine. I, I look forward to having a life where, like, I have nothing on the horizon that I'm anxious about. Like, nothing on the horizon that's kind of, kind of stressing me out. And right now, I'm honestly, like, in that mode. I do, I do have a wedding coming up. My niece is getting married in a, in a while. But that's not, like, that's a while off. That's, like, something I'm gonna have to worry about in the future. Not something I have to worry about now. I, I'm a worrywart. I'm a worrywart by nature. When, like, there is something coming up in, in the future that I am not looking forward to. I will, 
I will worry about it, and I will fret about it, and I will stress about it, and all that is, like, way worse than the actual thing, because usually, like, whatever it is that I'm not really looking forward to, be it, like, like a big dinner or something, I'm not, I'm not, like, Mr. Group Social. I do good on, like, one-on-one, like, two-on-one, like, smaller things like that, but when it's, like, when it's, like, the big group, like, all at the table, like, all talking, that's not, that's not something I'm necessarily, like, really good at. I, I just do better like talking like you know two people just like having little chit chats or whatever so when I have something like that in the future I, I tend to fret I tend to fret about it and then the fretting is always worse than the actual thing like you do the thing and more often than not it turns out to be kind of fun usually I'll still worry about it that's that's just me. I'll even, like, sometimes worry about things that I want to do. Like, I'll buy tickets for something, like, up in the future. And then and then as it gets closer and closer, I'll start to worry about it more and more. Just, like, worry that maybe something's gonna go wrong. Worry about this. Worry about that. I don't know. I just, I just worry. It's something that I feel like is in my nature. And there, there is honestly some good coming from that. When you kind of tend to be like a worry ward, it's easier to deal with things when they actually happen happen because you've kind of sort of gone over these sort of things in your head like a, a million times like a like a weirdo I'm very I'm very good when it's like Johnny on the spot time but that's not that's not really important I don't even I don't even know how we got onto this I guess what I was saying was that I have smooth sailing in the future which is which is nice everything's all just easy peasy right now but you know what easy peasy doesn't always make for like a great a great Icy Robots radio program. You have to have, like, some kind of conflict in there. And honestly, they're like, there just wasn't. It was just, like, an easy, nice uh, couple couple weeks. Just chilling, did some walking, saw some birds. I, I like going to the park and looking at the birds. There's this one area over at a Howarth Park. Howarth Park is, like, the best park in all of Santa Rosa. It's just, like, a fantastic park. There's, like, a lake. People sail on the lake. It's just a lot of fun. Very very scenic there's one spot there's one place over there i like to sit where if you if you start throwing like the bird seeds the birds see you it's like it's near where like a a couple of the places where the birds hide out you kind of throw it and they'll come in and they'll pop out and there's a lot of fun the other day i was there with the wife she likes to come too we'll feed the ducks it's kind of fun to like throw the stuff to the ducks and see the ducks like walk up to you ducks look hilarious when they walk they kind of they kind of wobble side to side. That's what that's what's fun about birds. You know, they're kind of round and they're kind of weird looking and they kind of they kind of wobble side to side when they walk. They're they're fun to look at. I always have a good time doing that, but when we were we were over there there was like um there was a squirrel, a California rock squirrel. I learned that in the in the nature book that I got at the flea market. A California rock squirrel came out of a hole in the ground where I had my hand out and started eating like sunflower seeds out of my hand. He was so close that like I was able to pet him. Like I was able to pet his head and it was really, really interesting. Like I'm sitting in the park petting, petting a rock squirrel. Very, very nice, very mellow way to spend your day. Go out, go for a walk. Go go look at some nature. I'm not even kidding. Like going out there and walking the earth is like the most relaxing thing that you can do. I'm not even kidding. It's so fun. It's so nice. I never I never thought that I would become such a nature boy like I have become. But in fact, I am that and that's you know, all good, man. It's all good. So I think 
I think we're going to get up out of here. Go pick up some litter. Be a trash buster. Go for a walk. Don't come home until you have three pieces. That's your assignment for the week. Three pieces of litter off the ground. Hit me up on the threads. Send me, uh, just tell me you did it and I'll shout you out. I will happily shout out anybody who picks up three pieces of litter when they're out there. Look for something plastic is preferable. I... When I'm out, if I see, like, plastic bottles or plastic whatever, I'll almost always pick those up. But I do leave paper a lot of the times because I figure it's just going to, like, blow away. And eventually it's going to, like, land in a bush, land in the corner somewhere. And then when it starts to rain, it'll disintegrate. So I don't I don't worry about that too much. But plastic, you do want to pick up the plastic and make sure that it goes into the right place. So while you're out there, go for a walk, pick up some plastic, hit me up on threads at Icy Robots, and I will shout you out. I will shout you out with happiness so with all that said i did it again so there you have it guys this is me icy robots signing off see you in a couple hit me up on the threads if you don't like what's going on in the news go up there and make some of your own all right um man bring an organ and you know i got to have that supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. I don't think so. Oh, 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 oh